This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Loops out the left field, going to be a tough play. Gino on the run, makes the play. Oh. Flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left, really deep. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, what a shot by Aaron Jones. Oh, play back, watch the field play. You gotta be kidding me. home run to the back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. No, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. What's going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4 where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Um, yes, we're finally going to hit on the Yankees for a little bit. You know, it's took it's taken me a little bit, but um, obviously there's been nothing going on, so I haven't done much. You know, we've just been covering the Knicks. Um, that gets boring. You know, it, it, it gets to you, and I think I need a break from covering that sad sack of shit. And um, I figured we'd talk about the Yankees for a couple of minutes this time around. Now, you know, I, the reason I haven't covered, you know, talked about the Yanks much lately, you know, we, we just said, but it's just this whole, um, this whole proposal thing is just so tiring to me. You know, everybody, it seems like everybody loves talking about this. You know, everyone's just been talking about this shit for months. Will they do this? Will they do that? You know the the uh, the owners and the players just feuding over contract negotiations and talking about how many games will make it a realistic season. It, to me, I feel like I'm the only baseball fan who's fucking tired of hearing it. Everybody, I, I feel like everybody loves talking about that nonsense. To me, it's bullshit. I don't care. The only thing I want to talk about, the only thing I want to know at this point, are we getting a season? Or are we not getting a season? That's all I care about. So that's why I haven't been covering Yankees, man. I don't want to waste my time talking about the same old, repeated, boring-ass subject that everybody seems to be talking about right now. I just feel like it wouldn't be good content for you guys. So that's why I didn't cover it. Um, so that really, and we still don't have anything to talk about this time around. I just felt like it's been so long since I've didn't, you know, talked about the Yankees in the MLB, you know, I felt I needed to, you know, do something, throw it out there. Just because this is what BD4 was originally for, if you didn't know. Um, you know, back when I started the podcast almost a year ago, wow, um, that was, it was BD4 because it's the Yankees. And if you don't know what BD4 stands for, BD4 are the three, I guess, the three different routes, you know, the subway routes to Yankee Stadium. That's why my motto here is no better way, right? So that's what it was originally about. It was supposed to be a podcast that covered the Yankees. And, um, you know, we were originally going to um, 
you know, it was supposed to be a podcast where I would dissect each series of the season. You know, I would have an episode out after every series. And that's what it originally was, you know, for a while. And then the Yankees season ended. And then we got to the Knicks talking about their season. And we recapped every two games for the Knicks. And now baseball is still postponed here, you know, so we haven't been able to do anything. So, yeah, that's in case you know, in case you didn't know, just a little bit of a backstory to how, you know, and why it's called BD4 and to why we haven't been doing anything Yankees, despite the podcast being named after them. Um, but yes, that's that's it. You know, uh, if you're watching the podcast as opposed to listening, I'm playing a couple of old clips. Um Got some Jeter clips playing and in the next segment of the show, which won't be too long, which won't be, you know, further, too much further from now because there's not much to talk about, but it's going to be an A-Rod, we'll be playing some A-Rod clips too, so, but yeah, I mean, these, these proposals we're hearing, I just felt like it didn't really make sense for me to make an episode that everybody's talking about and I really don't give a shit, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a right to the point guy. I just want to know if we're going to have a season, if we're not going to have a fucking season. Just tell me yes or no. Let me know when the answer, you know, let me know when we figure this out, you know, until then, not going to waste my time talking about it. Um, but while we're here, yes, they've been talking about some kind of proposal. Um, I think the latest has been like a 48 game proposal for the season. I've heard 50 to 60, but today I went on the internet and Yahoo said, 48 game proposal is it raining out um i hear like rain but it's not but yeah 48 games to me um that is just absolutely fucking ridiculous you know i feel and again i don't want to get too much into this yet here i am but i feel like 48 games is just insane i feel like baseball and any baseball fan any long-term baseball fan who respects the game should know what i'm talking about here but baseball is supposed to be a marathon, right? Anything less than 100 games, and honestly, even 100 seems a little too low to me. Anything less than that, though, it seems like it's just not baseball. Baseball is all about the ebbs and flows, right? It's all about that marathon, the having those streaks and your highs and lows and your ups and downs. You know, that's what it's supposed to be about. That's why the winner of the World Series it's so interesting to see the winner who can get through this dog fight, you know, this long marathon, you know, and be the champion who, who has you know, dealt with that fatigue, that long, tiresome season. And I feel like 40 fucking eight games is nothing. You know, that's half, that's practically half of a basketball season, which is already half of the baseball season originally. I mean, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me. I feel like there's no way you could not put an asterisk next to the name of the team who wins this season, if there is one, you know. 48 games, man, even 50 to 60, that's just ridiculous to me. I don't love it. That said, you know, I'm such a big fan of the Yankees. I'm such a big fan of baseball that if that did happen, if if I looked at my phone this morning and the notification said, or tomorrow morning I, I pick up my phone, I get a notification that says baseball's coming back 48 games. There's going to be that initial reaction where I jump for joy just because it's baseball and I love it, right? So I'm, you know, of course it's baseball. I will love it. If it comes back, I'm not going to be disappointed because I love the game. But when it comes down to picking it apart and really dissecting things here and and actually evaluating how I think this season's going to play out. 
I don't think a, a 48 game season is, is, um, you know, I don't think it's orthodox enough to really put any legitimacy to it. Does that make sense? I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't make sense to have such a short season. You know, if it were to play out, obviously I'd watch it. Obviously I love it. I'd get into the games, but I just don't feel like it's legitimate enough. I don't know, man. 48 games, 50 games, 60 games, anything less than 100-something games, it's just not enough to me. Baseball is supposed to be about the streaks. And, you know, if we do this 50-something game season, whatever it is, um, we're going to have 500 teams making the playoffs. And here's the thing, you know, being an ebb and flow game, like I said, the Yankees, they have their slow starts. So if we limit the amount of games by this much, there's chance, There's a chance that you know, those streaky type of teams that are usually great or very good won't make the playoffs, right? And we've seen the Yankees with their mediocre, you know, 11 and 11, you know, starts. They're, they're just around 500 starts in April and May or or. Uh, March and April, and then they get hot, you know, a little, you know, month and a half in or so. So, you know, you're going to see some really odd, when it comes down to a playoff seating, if we do have this really abbreviated season, you know, we could see Gary Sanchez hitting fucking 370 because he can get hot like that, or we can see him hitting, you know, buck 80 again because he can get cold like that. And in such a short amount of time, you don't have room for all these streaks. You just have... You know, you have that little window to do your job. And, you know, we could get some very unorthodox results here. So that's really something to think about there. But, yeah, honestly, guys, this it's going to be a very short podcast tonight. And that's, you know, we don't have much else to say. So we're going to take a break. <laughs> and um, when we get back, I, I really don't know what else to talk about. But uh, we'll find something. So maybe we'll talk about our my top five favorite Yankees of all time, my favorite Yankees. I don't know. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, we will be right back. All right. fellas really quick before we continue with the show i just want to remind you if you haven't yet subscribed to bd4 be sure to do so right now just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect really quick a little update for my family and friends out there um who know me personally (laughs) remember my promise now i'm 25 years old just turned 25 and back in april um but when i turned 21 my promise to all of you you know was i wouldn't have a sip not even a sip of alcohol 
until either the Yankees or the Knicks, but they never win, until the Yankees won the World Series. That would be the night where I finally drink alcohol. And I've, you know, I've made that bet when I was, or that promise when I was 21, when I turned 21, that was my, my promise to everybody who knows me. Um, so we're still going strong there, but a little update, you know, if the Yankees do, if this is all, you know, obviously based on hypocritical, not hypocritical, uh, hypothetical, you know, shit here. But if we do get this shortened season, even if it is fucking 50 games or whatever, and if the Yankees do end up winning, the World Series, if you want to call it that this year, um, I guess it still counts. I mean, I'm not going to get hammered, like I said, if they do win it this year, but I will have a sip. How about that? I'll go half in. You know, that's that's my little update on this promise I made, because I just feel like it wouldn't be legitimate. I don't know. Like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I guess I'll do it. If they do win this 50-game season and win the World Series, I guess I'm keeping my promise. Sure. Okay. You have me on camera telling you, sure, I will. Um, so I just thought I'd really, you know, I, I'd start out with that really quick just to keep, you know, keep you updated there. But yes, that was my bet with, with a couple of my buddies and, and my family, um, when I turned 21. So in case you didn't know that, but it sucks that, that we don't even fucking get a chance to, uh, to have a normal year this year. You know, it does suck. It's so bizarre. You know, sometimes I go through the day thinking it's normal and, but then you, it comes to you, it hits you. I had a, guys, I had a routine every single night in the summer, every day. You know, I wake up uh, about 7 or 6, 6 a.m., go to work at 7.30, come home around 7 o'clock, shower, you know, get out of the shower around 7.15, 7.10, and watch the fucking game. That's what I would do. Get up, go to work, come home, shower, watch the Yanks. Every single night, guys. And I did this for years. Okay? I did this for... for I've been a diehard like this watching all 162 um, for the last number of years. Since I was, you know, entering high school. Maybe even the later years of middle school. I've been a diehard of this team. And I had that same routine. Same routine. I would watch, watch the Yankees at 7 p.m. every night. I would put the volume on the, on the TV at 28 I would do that because it's good luck, knock on wood, but it's, that's what I would do. I had a friggin' routine and now it's gone, you know, now it's gone and I'm getting used to another routine where it's just boring. We're in lockdown. We can't even watch any sports. Fortunately, some sports are coming back slowly, but the Yankees, that was my team. You know, that's my favorite sports team. It's the Yankees, 1A, Knicks, 1B, and then everything else, the Giants, 2 it's it's now I don't have that Yankees routine. I don't have that same thing every single <clears throat> excuse me, every single night. It sucks. It really, really does suck when you stop and think about it. So <laughs> um what else do I have? I wrote a couple notes now just because I don't know what to, I really don't have anything to talk about. Um yeah, I guess I guess uh, the internet's kind of bored right now, so they've been kind of generating different narratives. And one narrative that always seems to pop up here and then, um, every now and then, is this Derek Jeter is overrated narrative, usually generated by non-Yankees fans. And if you're a non-Yankees fan, you most likely hate the Yankees, being that you know they're the they're the New York Yankees. Um, so I, you know, I don't take that seriously. Then again, there's the younger generation of fans who grew up and are growing up 
in a completely different time frame, you know, where analytics is so popular amongst the younger fans and, and sabermetrics is pretty much the end all be all to some of them. Some of them are very blind to it. So they don't really see baseball as it originally was and as it should be, let's be honest, more of an eye test game. Um, so some don't really balance it out. You know, that's where the hate comes on Jeter. Some just, or that's where the, the, the not hate, but that's where the overrated narrative comes from. I would say the analytical folk and then the folks that just, blatantly hate the Yankees you know it doesn't help that Jeter was played in the biggest market again so people don't like that I guess but hey he's I'm not gonna get too into it but I again I don't take that topic seriously at all because if anything honestly I think Derek Jeter has now become underrated just because of all these you know 17 year olds whatever trying to um pick apart his career analytically. I mean, he was the guy who hit well over 300 year by year, did it in the postseason, got on base too. So don't worry if you're not a batting average guy, he still got on base, you know, 36, 37% of the time. Um, and, and he did his thing in the regular season, but he also did it in the postseason for so long, so successfully for so long. And that right there is why he's not, you know, he, he was a winner five-time champion, and people act like the Yankees I hate the narrative that he only has five rings because his team was stacked. I mean, this is one of the reasons the Yankees were stacked. Derek fucking Jeter. He, you look at the numbers. Incredible. Incredible numbers. Didn't have the power that, that you know, players do today, but he had fundamentals. He had, you know, a baseball mind, and he had the effort. Um, just the work ethic. And Again, a guy who always going to give you a 300 batting average year to year doesn't strike out a ton you know gets the simple single if he needs to hits the double on the gap you know got speed the defense thing i think is what everybody knocks him for the um you know the saber metrics defensively hitting on his range um you know really giving him shit there um i i Again, I think defense, especially in baseball, is such an eye thing. I really don't think you can measure defense with fucking numbers. And it's kind of sad that we've got you know, young fans, but fans that are old enough to, to where they should realize that it's not always about statistical analysis, right? We've got 25-year-old fans out here thinking that numbers are the end-all, be-all. And I'm always a guy who's for the balance. You know, I'm not against anything fully. I'm for a balance. I just think there needs to be some kind of balance. And when Jeter comes into play, people always seem to, or the folks that think he's overrated always seem to lean towards the uh, the analytical side. It's weird. It's really odd to me how people can think a five-time champion who just had so much success individually as well is overrated as much as they think he is. It's crazy. Um, You could tell me his defense wasn't great, but I will never agree to where... I would never agree to saying his defense was so extraordinarily bad as much as people say. I don't think it was that bad. Just because the numbers say that, I, it doesn't mean I have to agree with something that was generated on a computer. But that's just my little input there. I'm not going to get too much into it. If I really wanted to get into detail, I could probably go on for 45 to fucking you know, 60 minutes and just 
you know, nail every one of my points, but I'm not going to get too into that. Um, I really don't want to go too long tonight. You know, like I said, it's, it's, there's nothing to talk about in baseball right now, other than those boring, you know, contract negotiations and, and all the nonsense going around with this proposal. Um, so, but my top five favorite Yankees, I feel like we should have touched that, touched on that earlier because we're about to wrap up, but yeah, that's fucking tough. Can we go back in order? Can we go, can we start with like, it's weird because I really think like the core four is one. I really want to count the core four as one and then go two, three, four, five. That's what I I would honestly want to do that. But if you don't want to, if you want to be straight up top five, um, when in order from, from one to five, Derek Jeter, Andy Pettit, Mariano Rivera. No, Derek Jeter, Andy Pettit, Bernie Williams, Mariano Rivera. And I don't know. There's so many. Jorge, I don't want to exclude him. You know, think about the Fab Five. That would pretty much make up the entire Fab Five. I just realized that. But I don't know. Who's my fifth? Jeter, Jeter, Pettit, Bernie, Rivera. There's so many greats, guys. Posada, I loved Posada, but I don't think I would put him in my top five personal favorites. Who is my fifth? See, I didn't write anything down, but I, I'm trying to think. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't fuck. A-Rod, A-Rod, A-Rod. I was, what am I talking about? A-Rod. And I know he's controversial, but he was my guy growing up. A-Rod was my, I I thought I looked like him. That's how stupid and delusional and how much of a fan I was of him, where I I convinced myself that I looked like Alex Rodriguez at one point. Um, But yeah, that's, that's my fifth, undoubtedly, undoubtedly my, my fifth favorite there. Um, Just because I grew up idolizing him. I I wrote a letter to him when I was in the fourth grade and he actually wrote back um, with a signed photo too. And I have that right over there. Um, yeah, it's definitely A-Rod. Um, how could I forget? You know, he, he had a very obviously a very controversial career. The ending of it there wasn't pretty, but at the time, growing up as a kid, not knowing all the details of what was going on during the PED scandal, A-Rod was just what intrigued me about the Yankees, making them that evil empire. I remember when he came over from the fucking Texas Rangers to the Yankees in the Alfonso Soriano trade, I was actually playing MVP baseball and they didn't have the updated rosters yet, obviously. So I made it, I made a forced trade and I traded Soriano to Ranger to the Rangers and, and I uh, brought a route over to the Yankees. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, but um, yeah, I remember playing MVP baseball at the time and then the Jeter trade, uh, the A-Rod trade went through and I immediately, I immediately went to, you know, the settings and mess with the rosters and put A-Rod on the Yankees. And he was my favorite player ever since then. One of my favorites in my top five. And um, Yeah, that's my top five. Jeter, Bernie, um, Jeter, Pettit, Bernie, uh, Rivera, Rodriguez, Rodriguez, <clears throat> excuse me. But that's it. That's my top five. Let me know your top five guys. That would be fun. Let me know your top five comments, uh, comment on one of my, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram posts, and let me know your top five, or send me a DM, private message, whatever. 
Um, speaking of, it's time to get, uh, it's time for our, what's it called? Our NYY, NYK question of the day. Let's get to that. All right. Um, so last time out in episode 133, um, when we were, covering the Knicks, I asked you which team did Stefan Marbury real briefly play for after his Knicks stint at the end of his career. Once again, I asked you which team did Stefan Marbury go to after his Knicks stint. And the answer to that, I told you to message me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram or comment on any one of my posts uh, of the podcast. The answer to that question is he played for the Boston Celtics. I think he played 23 games for them. And then that was it. And then the next couple of years, he went to China. So, Boston Celtics. Now, tonight's NYY, NYK question of the day. Switching to the Yankees, obviously. Um, Let's see what we got. So, Aaron Boone is the current manager. Joe Girardi was before him. And Joe Torre was before Girardi. Who was the Yankees manager before Joe Torre came on to play? So, Torre was hired in 96. Um, There was one manager who was before him, um, managed the Yankees for, I think it was four years. Yeah. Who was the guy? Who was the manager before the Yankees hired Joe Torrey? So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, comment on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, face, uh, message me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and all that fun stuff and let me know the answer. And then, yeah, that's it guys. Thank you so much for stopping by really brief tonight. Actually, it was it was a normal twenty five minutes, but bunch of nonsense, nothing really important that we talked about. So uh, I do appreciate you coming by. So that's gonna be it. That's gonna be it for BD four uh, for episode one thirty four of BD four. Uh, and I'm signing out. Ciao.